Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New Chats audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far. We are on Wednesday of this week, a Wednesday evening, where I usually record all these podcasts. And for the last couple of weeks, it's been really eventful um, and really just content-driven, and there's been a lot to talk about this week. Um, still a lot to talk about, but just not as much, how should I put it? you know, new new items to touch on in terms of what we have gone over in the past couple of weeks. And that includes Coonan Williams and when his extension is going to get done. That includes Aaron Rodgers at OTAs, a little update there for him in a bit here. And then um, just the overall team, right? How everyone's doing here as we head into OTAs day three um, or day four tomorrow uh, on Thursday. So, you know, without further ado, I do want to get into it a little bit here. Um, just with Aaron Rodgers starting it off right at the quarterback position with QB one, um, number eight, uh, Rogers participated in, um, OTAs, the, the second day of OTAs, right to the media, open media at Florham park, um, national media, local media, um, the Jets beat were all present to watch the new Jets quarterback take part in practice for the first time in uh, the green and white to the public, and um, he didn't practice, right? He actually tweaked his calf um, during practice. It was some point during the team stretch and individual drills where Rogers kind of um, limped off slightly uh, to the team trainers, and you know it was later disclosed as a calf tweak. Um, all is good with Aaron Rodgers, right? Nothing to be afraid of in terms of any long-term injury risk or anything like that. He seems to be fine. Um, it was more a run with the headline kind of day for the New York media, right? Where, um, ESPN was there running with the headline of, oh, Rodgers gets injured in his second practice as a jet, right? And of course that's going to generate clicks. That's going to generate, you know, a lot of reactions on Twitter, um, a lot of reactions in the media, and you know, ultimately, it's going to garner a lot of negative reactions uh, towards the Jets, right? So, it's never a dull day, um, you know, around the New York Jets, and this is just one of those, you know, points, right? It's just one of those times where, you know, Rogers gets hurt in a practice, only tweaks his calf, only going to be out for a couple of days, um, and then it gets ran with, and you would think Rogers literally, you know, knock on wood, you know, really damaged something uh, to have that sort of reaction, um, you know, put out there by the media and, you know, reacting, um, you know, so wildly by the fans, you would think he, you know, didn't just tweak his calf, right? But it was a it was a calf tweak at the end of the day, and he'll, he's only going to be out for a couple of days per Josina Anderson. She talked to a jet source um, that said, you know, we we won't expect, we should not expect Aaron to miss more than a couple of practices here, right? This this is definitely more um, short-term than it is long-term. Um, so, you know, all is okay there in terms of, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers' status with the team and, and him returning to the practice field likely in the coming days. So that's very good news. Um, I believe there are only a couple of practices open to the, um, not the public, the media, Um you know, during OTAs. So, you know, Aaron, you know, missed the first one. I believe the second one is next week or sometime in the next two weeks. Um, you know, it's it's okay um, for Aaron freaking Rogers to miss an OTA practice. Um, he, he said in the press conference after, uh, in the afternoon uh, yesterday, 
that, you know, he hasn't been to OTAs in three years, right? He didn't participate in OTAs with the Packers. Um, he didn't feel there was a need. Uh, but with the Jets, he's all in. And all in meaning he wants to start, you know, getting that chemistry with his teammates, start um, learning the playbook, uh, even though he knows it basically in full. Uh, he wants to teach other fellas, you know, the, the, the ins and outs of the West Coast offense that Nathaniel Hackett uh, implements into the Jets system. Um, and that's a good way to do it, right? Showing up to OTAs, you know, being involved in team meetings. And, you know, what he said um, in his press conference after practice is that he's really, really engaged and really vocal in these team meetings. And I think it was actually CJ Uzama who said that, you know, Rogers basically is, you know, one of the leaders in the meeting room, right? He, he's already taking charge and, you know, trying to get these guys engaged and trying to get them to talk back, right, in terms of, you know, spinning out play calls and, um, you know, definitely asking questions. And I think that's a really, really healthy way to go about it. And I'm not sure we had that with previous Jets quarterbacks, right, with a guy like Zach Wilson. And this isn't necessarily a knock on Zach, right, because he's super young. He was only 22 years old last season. Um, but you're not going to expect Zach Wilson to stand up in front of the room and start yelling at teammates to, you know, regurgitate play calls right it's not going to happen um with Aaron Rodgers he has that you know the moxie um the confidence and you know the clarity that he provides his teammates with um to be able to you know I think just make them a little more comfortable in the huddle in the meeting room you know around the team building um and I think that's very important for you know a team like this that's that has high aspirations right in terms of the Super Bowl and, you know, competing deep into January and eventually into February, you need that kind of guy, um, you know, running the locker room and running basically kind of the team alongside Robert Sala. Um, and it's just great to see that Aaron Rodgers has taken that strong initiative to be that guy um, and take that initiative. Because, you know, he's 38, 39. Um, you're not going to expect him to, you know, I think when Rodgers first got traded here, the media made it seem like he wasn't going to show up for OTAs. The media made it seem like he wasn't going to be this super vocal guy um, and wasn't going to be super engaged. And I feel like we got that, you know, kind of vibe throughout the entire process, but it's been kind of totally the opposite. I feel like Rodgers is totally bought in. Um, he loves his teammates. You know, he's practicing every day. Um, yeah, he got a little bit of a calf strain here, but it's not... It's not anything to be worried about in May, right? And it's not anything to be worried about when the Jets are on their second OTA practice with no pads. Um, it's not anything to be worried about when the Jets have already gone through their entire offseason program in terms of on the field work. These are OTAs, right? These are a scripted 10 practices um, for the Jets to get right on the right page, right? And C.J. Usama even brought up that Rodgers was, you know, calm, cool, and collected in the huddle, but he wanted more out of his guys, right? When the first day of OTAs, the offense didn't perform so hot. Rodgers in the huddle was more vocal and more, I would say, aggressive in terms of trying to get the best out of his guys. And you've got to love that. I don't know, just that mentality and that motivation to do better um, in practice. And, you know, it's OTAs and the fact that Aaron Rodgers is here, he's participating, he's active, he's present. That says a lot. And that says a lot about his vibe going into this season. His, you know, what it says a lot about him just going into the season as a whole. It says that he's completely all in and he's ready to take this team to the next level. And I think that's what we hoped for 
you know, when getting this guy. And I think it's been even more so than just showing up to OTAs, right? Even when he, you know, even when he tweaked that calf, he was still walking around like a coach, right? He was still walking around the quarterbacks, uh, running backs, receivers, and just, you know, the little nuances and cadences that Rodgers, you know, carries himself with is very, it, it, it plays a huge role in this team's success for the upcoming season. And even if he wasn't 100% yesterday, he was still walking around like he was, right? And I think that's that's the big part of it. Even if he wasn't throwing standing still in shorts, you know, he was still throwing out ideas with his mind and he was still helping the guys, of course, you know, through their individual drills and through the 7-on-7 and 11-on-11. So that, that that's a big, it's a big part of it. And I'm happy Rogers is, you know, fully bought in. Um, with that said, that's about nine minutes of me rambling on about Aaron Rodgers and his uh, calf. But um, with that aside now, I do want to touch on one more thing um, before I let you go. Again, not too much um, in terms of new news, in terms of, you know, n- anything anything on the horizon that's about to come up would be a Quinn Williams contract. But that I don't expect for the next couple weeks, maybe a couple months. So as of right now, we're kind of regurgitating information that you probably saw elsewhere, but that's the Jets offseason. Um, so with that said, I'm going to go over one more thing here, and it's just Carl Lawson. Um, he reworked his deal with the Jets, right? He worked it to um, – it was basically – you know, it was basically a contract restructure. It was basically a reworked deal more than a contract restructure because when you think of a traditional restructure – you probably think of, you know, a couple million off the cap. You probably think of just void years getting added or money getting pushed down the line. This is more Carl Lawson just taking a pay cut. And I think that is not being acknowledged enough by NFL media, local media, the Jets beat. I feel like Carl Lawson is really being a team player here. And I even posted on Instagram a couple days ago, you know, he's a team guy. Carl Lawson was here last year. Um, Connor Hughes reported that he, you know, re-injured his Achilles in January and wasn't supposed to play until October or November. I mean, this guy came in, didn't miss one practice during the months of July, August, and then just went right into September and started week one. That's a team guy. That's character. That is toughness. That is resiliency. That is, you know, humility, selflessness. I mean, that Carl Lawson is the kind of guy that you want on this football team and the kind of talent that you want on the defensive line. So I feel like with Lawson, him taking this pay cut, you know, increases the Jets cap to $19 million. They were around $6 million before he took it. So I mean, that, that it speaks volumes about the kind of guy Lawson is. Um, and I just wanted to touch on that real quick before we end. Um, but Lawson is the kind of guy that you need, I think, on a football team. He, you know, gravitates in a way that, you know, I think spreads to other teammates and they love Carl Lawson. Um, I get that sense, you know, from the locker room and on social media. Lawson seems to be a team favorite. So it's just really cool to see um, a guy like that taking that kind of pay cut um, in year two, right, or year three on the team. Um, even more impressive is he's deeper into his deal, so he'd be actually getting paid more money up to this point. That's not the case. He, he took this pay cut now, um, so the Jets have more money to work with, likely to restructure Aaron Rodgers for this year and the next year. Um, it's, it's very selfless, and it's very admirable by Carl Lawson. So I just wanted to touch on that um, really quickly as well before we end. 
But with that, that is 12 minutes of Jets goodness. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. If you guys have not, please make sure you follow my Instagram at your Jets Game Plan to get these podcasts on there. And, you know, a lot of new content coming your way throughout the summer. And also Twitter, where I like to ramble about the Jets and retweet and repost and do everything like that. All that jazz on that platform. And, uh, yeah, that's New York Jets Game Plan on both of those. So I would love to see you guys over there interacting. Um, it's always fun chatting with Jets fans in the DMs and comments, so I really appreciate it. Um, but with that said, I'm going to let you go now as the rambling has ended. So I will see you next week for another one of these. Hopefully some new content comes our way, and I'll see you then.